Link for Learning. Welcome to the second episode of Link for Learning, strengthening the partnership between parents and teachers in education. You can find show notes and leave your comments at www.linkforlearning.blogspot.com. Just remember to use the numeral 4 in the middle. I'm Penny Ryder, currently teaching first grade in Australia. In this episode, I want to address the ways you can keep in touch with what is happening in your child's classroom. Let's start at the beginning. The beginning of the school year is a perfect opportunity to find out what is planned for the year ahead and to make a positive start to the parent-teacher relationship. Everyone is fresh and enthusiastic, ready for a new start and new possibilities. Most schools usually have a parent information session or back to school night within the first few weeks of the school year. At this time, teachers introduce themselves and outline routines and expectations. Teachers explain the curriculum and may include out-of-school excursions and extracurricular opportunities. Teachers may also use this occasion to recruit a class mum and class helpers. Some teachers will provide a handout to accompany their presentation. Others may have a PowerPoint slideshow. Either way, it's best to be prepared to take notes. Both GreatSchools.net and Kelly Scott of Associated Press outline how you can make the most of this information session. You can find links to their site in the show notes. So the information session is your introduction to the school year, but only an introduction. The teacher is usually nervous on this night, particularly if they are new to the school. They want to make a good impression and try to have all the right answers to your questions. You'll get a much better sense of things as the year progresses and the class takes shape. Plans may change as the teacher gets a better understanding of the needs of the children in the class. For example, at the beginning of this year, I had no intention of taking my class for a run first thing in the morning, but as time progressed, I realised that the rest of the day ran more smoothly when I did. Some teachers may provide a term overview, outlining key concepts that will be covered during the term. Some may provide a copy of the weekly timetable. These tools may help to open up the discussion with your child. Rather than asking, what did you do today, you could then be more specific. What songs did you learn in your music lesson today? Some children will talk non-stop about school and fill their parents in on every little thing they did and learned. Others require more encouragement to open up. Blogger Mummy Merrill writes about her experience of volunteering in her daughter's class. I'll put a link to her blog in the show notes. Volunteering is a great way to see what your child is doing and learning at school. Be aware that some teachers are more receptive to parent helpers than others. Some are happy to have toddlers, siblings come along, others are not. It's a matter of talking to your child's teacher and determining what suits you both. Many parents have limitations preventing them from getting into the classroom. So how can they keep in touch? When I taught in New York City, we sent a weekly class newsletter home on Fridays to inform parents of what was happening in the classroom. Mine included photos and positive comments about student achievements. I found this was a great way to keep people informed, but it was a stress factor come Friday morning. On Fridays, we also sent home a Friday packet, which contained assessment worksheets for the week we'd just had. Parents would review the work with their child and then return it with a signed slip to show they'd seen it. Again, this was a great way to inform parents of their child's progress, but it was quite a bit of work on Friday. 
I think that teachers are happy to do these things when they know that parents are making use of them. In my current school system, we have a private web page for each class, which students can access with a password. In many ways, this is similar to a blog, with opportunities to post photographs, videos, and links to notes, timetables, etc. We update these pages regularly with things parents can work on at home to support what we're doing in the classroom. I love this way of keeping parents informed, but still, I don't know how effective it is or whether parents ever use it. Another way to track learning on a continual basis is through the homework your child brings home. This should be related to what your child is learning at school and should give opportunities to practice this learning. If your child has a math textbook at school, you might like to familiarise yourself with it to get a sense of what, how your child will develop mathematics concepts. You can find contents or scope and sequence lists for some math texts online. Throughout the year, you will also have opportunities to sit down and formally discuss your child's progress. The Raising Children Network has a set of tips to help with parent-teacher interviews. It's a great site, so be sure to check it out in the show notes. Both parties may be feeling nervous as they sit down to an interview or conference, and it's important to keep in mind that everyone wants the child's best interests. I know that sometimes I am asked a question that I can't formulate a good answer for on the spot. It doesn't mean that I haven't got an answer, just that I need more time to think about it or gather more research. Be prepared to give the teacher time to think through the answer and check back with them a little later. All of these strategies are designed to provide for communication between school and home. Just to review, make the most of back to school night to get an overview of the year ahead, to introduce yourself to the teacher and to find out about class routines. Stay informed through newsletters, class websites, homework and chats with your child. Volunteer to help in the classroom if you have the chance. And take time to check up on your child's progress by meeting with the teacher. If you have concerns, contact the teacher early. They will appreciate your support. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you found it useful. Remember to check out the show notes for links to the sites I've mentioned. Let me know what you think of the podcast so far and leave questions or suggestions for future episodes. The website is www.linkforlearning.blogspot.com. Just remember to use the numeral 4 in the middle. In the next couple of episodes, we will focus on reading. Until then, be inspired, inspire your child, and learn to love to learn.